0: You are Locked
1: On Redskins, your daily Washington Redskins podcast, part
2: of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team team. every day. day,
1: day. You hear that sound? Uh, not, Not this music, but like there's another sound with it. You hear that right now? That's the clock ticking closer and closer to actual real NFL football that counts for the Redskins. Week one coming up on Sunday, Redskins at the Cardinals. 4:25 kickoff. Nick Ashew, Locked on Redskins Podcast. I'm at Nick Ashew on Twitter, nickashew.com as well. And we are oh so close. Oh so close to finally talking about a football game. And then, and then, on top of this, not having to say, but it's only the preseason. I was so sick. So sick of constantly having to put that one caveat into just everything that I had to say. Don't have to do it anymore. Now it counts. Now it matters. That's coming up on Sunday. Real football. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be beautiful. And look, there are certainly a lot of different things if you want to look at that game in terms of the storyline that maybe you're paying attention to. To me, there are three things. Three things that matter the most to me that I want to watch in this game with the Redskins week one against the Cardinals. Number one is how Alex Smith and the offense is, right? Like that's the most obvious answer because we saw the way they played in week three. And we know week three of the preseason I'm talking about here. You get the idea. But remember, it's just the preseason. It gives me chills saying it sometimes. But you still had to go through it. Here's the thing. Now it matters on Sunday. And if the Redskins offense does not look good, looks out of sync, looks confused, or just struggles at all, I mean, even a little bit, it may not even be fair, but Redskins fans will look at the preseason, and look, a lot of media is going to do it too and say, well, there you go. Jay Gruden doesn't get his guys ready for week one. Jay Gruden, this is what happens. He's just too nice in preseason. He's just too nice in training camp. It's just not enough. And whether it's fair or not, and I've said that before on this, that Jay Gruden absolutely is a very much a different coach now in his approach, in the way that he views this season. There is no question in my mind that Jay Gruden has approached this preseason differently. But if they don't look like if they don't look like they're ready to go week one. Oh, then it's going to be all hell to pay. Everybody's going to freak out. If Alex Smith struggles early on in the season, let alone just week one, the conversation about Kirk Cousins, and I keep telling you this, everybody's going to check in on their ex. Everybody's going to compare week by week what Cousins does versus what Alex Smith does every single week. So the first thing, without question, week one, this Sunday, that everybody's going to be paying attention to, that I'm absolutely fascinated by, is what the hell is going to happen with that offense? How do they look? Jordan Reed and Chris Thompson held out all preseason. So, they should be ready to go, right? They're apparently ready to go. Even though Chris Thompson says, eh, not going to be 100% until maybe November. But by then, he'll have played in NFL games, which means you're not going to be 100% anyway. That's by rule in the NFL. You're just not allowed to be 100% after the first month of the season or so. And by then, it's even longer than a month. So, yeah, he just won't be 100% this year. But he might be close to that, at least by football standards and by his standards. But... They've got to look at least cohesive on Sunday. Now, number two, that defensive line. That defensive line is improved. Deron Payne is going to stuff things up the middle. You've got guys like Matt Ioannidis, Jonathan Allen on the end. When you're running your 3-4 base defense, if that defensive line can stay healthy, they will be much better than... The worst team against the run in the NFL. 134 yards a game last year was embarrassing for that team. Embarrassing. They were that bad against the run. So, if that defensive line looks better against David Johnson, remember David Johnson, really good running back. You may have forgotten about him because he's got a really basic, boring name, kind of like Alex Smith. It's a name that doesn't stand out. He also was the best running back, the most dynamic running back in the NFL two seasons ago before he got hurt last year. He was really, really good. I mean, and we're not talking just a running back, but a pass catcher out of the backfield. This will test the Redskins' defense, and especially the defensive line on run plays, very early. And we'll know. We'll know whether this defensive line is better. If David Johnson runs for 150 yards and catches another five balls for 40 yards, then we know we got a problem. That's going to be an issue. So we're going to know very early on whether Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Matt Ioannidis, and the rest of that group is good enough to compete now with good run games in this season. And they got to, they have to. You can't continue because for years we've been talking about how bad, how bad they are against the run, how this defense has more potential, but guys aren't healthy. Well, they got to stay healthy, and they got to stop the run. So that's number two. Number three, how much does Adrian Peterson play? How many carries does he get? I'd set the over-under at about 15 for him, right? That seems about fair. He had 11 carries for 56 yards in his only preseason game. Everybody was drooling and sweating over themselves because suddenly Adrian Peterson was going to run for 1,000 yards. I can promise you Adrian Peterson is not running for 1,000 yards. But I can say this. He will contribute at least early in the season while he's healthy and put them in a position to be a more balanced offense because we know they do actually like to run the ball a lot on first down. Probably too much. Probably to their detriment. And if they only average two and a half yards a carry like they did when Adrian Peterson was out there in the preseason, that's going to be a problem. But if he can get significant yards early and the Redskins then don't always, I don't know, maybe run the ball on first down and then it sets them up to pass every once in a while because they have a running back back there that then sucks the defense in, gives them an opportunity to switch things up a little bit, get a quick pass play in there, a quick slant, something along those lines. All right, then maybe you've got an offense that's Flowing a little bit better but Adrian Peterson really is the key to that look with no Deron no Darius Geis you now as the Redskins have to figure out what you're going to do in terms of your running style in terms of your running back rotation and in terms of how often certain guys play in certain positions we know that Chris Thompson's going to be your guy out there on third downs right and on passing downs Adrian Peterson's your starter when does Rob Kelly go out there right That's going to be something you got to think about. Samaj AP, Ryan, does he contribute more? Like, he's the big bruising back. He's the guy that's supposed to be pounding into guys. He's the guy that's supposed to be out there in short yardage. Maybe the guy that's out there in goal line stances, things like that. They've got plenty of different types of running backs in their backfield. The question is, are they going to be good enough, and will they be used in the right way? But we'll see those three things on Sunday. Those are going to be the most important things to pay attention to with the Redskins. And then, of course, everybody staying healthy. And, you know not letting Sam Bradford pass for like 400 yards. Cause look, Sam Bradford's a pretty good quarterback when he's healthy for the first two weeks of the season. And right now it's week one. So we know that he's at least healthy through that point. He'll be hurt by like week three, but you know, that's not our problem. We just have to deal with him on Sunday. All right. Le'Veon Bell holding out for the Steelers. A lot of Steelers teammates not happy about it. If you drafted him in fantasy, I'm sure you're not happy about it right now, but think about how different this is. It doesn't involve the Redskins, but Le'Veon Bell still has a good reason for doing this, and I don't blame him for it at all. It's the Locked on Redskins podcast.
2: You are Locked on Redskins, your daily podcast on the Washington Redskins, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team
1: every day. You know, ever since I really got into this business, you always have people asking me, who's going to win every single week? And the truth is, I really don't know. That's why they say play the game, right? But if you think you do know who's gonna win you gotta check out my bookie remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with that's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie trust me guys this is the best when it comes to it they've been in the business for years they got great reviews online we know reviews are really important their mobile sites easy to use which is the only thing anybody uses anymore so they've got their priorities in line lay down some cash win big today I would recommend them because they're good that's why i'm telling you to go and check them out that's why i'm urging you to play with my bookie you win they pay they have in-game live betting the most rewarding player perks in the business and for you fantasy guys out there by the way you can even bet on the over under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game this is new just more ways to help get you involved in this right to help feed that urge Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code Locked On to activate the offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E, and don't forget to use the promo code Locked On when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie.
2: This Locked On podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent, that is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy, Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on Redskins. So if you drafted Le'Veon
1: Bell in your fantasy league, i sorry. <laughs> You're probably really upset. You'd be upset like every other stealer. Apparently a lot of these Steelers that are not happy Le'Veon Bell is planning on sitting out and sp- much as he possibly can to try and continue this holdout when he's been dealing with contract issues for years with the Steelers. I'm glad right now that this is an issue going on in Pittsburgh and not here in DC and not with the Redskins, right? Like this is a nice change of pace for us because yesterday when we talked to Alex Clancy, right? Locked on Cardinals. And he brought up the fact that it was a really quiet off season for the Cardinals. And I try to tell him it was really actually a really quiet off season for the Redskins because in the end, what did we have last year or this off season? We had football-related conversation or nothing at all. It wasn't contracts. It wasn't failed fitness tests. It wasn't bickering between coaches and the owner or the owner and players or players and other players. For the most part, there were some whispers about guys maybe taking some jabs at Cousins after he'd already left town. But other than that... It was about football. What's going on right now in Pittsburgh is something that happens all around the NFL. And we need to understand that as a player, you need to individually look out for yourself. Sometimes it may come across as selfish, but in Le'Veon Bell's case, he's got to look out for his future. Like, it's really easy. Most of the time, players will say this, right? Players will say they don't reach into other players' pockets. They just don't. They spend their time focused on what their situation is. And if another guy's taking the time, to hold out, to fight to get more money. They look at it as, at some point, we're going to be in the position where we're going to have to do the same thing, right? They may be in that position, so I'm not going to blame the guy for doing it. A lot of the players, though, in Pittsburgh aren't happy because they expected Le'Veon Bell, I guess, to tell them ahead of time that he was going to sit out. Everybody should have known that was coming. I'm sorry, there's a certain point where, in the NFL, I do not blame players for trying to get as much money as they can. Look, I get it. Like, the obvious answer is well, these guys are millionaires and they're being spoiled and they shouldn't be spending all this time trying to get more money and they should go out there and play. They already make millions. Look, this is a business. Guys get cut all the time, guys get traded all the time. They can't control their destiny. That's why I never blamed Kirk Cousins for putting himself in a position to control his own destiny. Do it if you can. If you have control over your own destiny, where you can go, you can get as much money as possible, pinch those pennies. Get them. Because one play, one play can end your career. Now, I understand that it's rare, but it's a possibility. If you play in the NFL and you're beating up your body and you're smashing into very large human beings at a really fast rate to the point where it's a consistent car accident over and over and over again, man, go get your money. It's fine. It's fine. He's not being selfish because this is still a business first. Stop it with it's a kids and it's an example. And it's these, these guys, look, we throw out like these guys are role models. You know what? They're really not. They're businessmen. Okay. They don't have to be role models. Look, I know I'm not a father, but as a former child myself, all right, I can tell you this you don't have to look up to just athletes as heroes. There are other people, and maybe you as parents should tell your kids that these guys aren't necessarily role models. And you know what? What makes him a bad role model for trying to look out for his future, his financial future, his family? That's exactly what Le'Veon Bell is trying to do. And he's been in this battle with the Steelers for years. For years. They don't want to pay him long-term. And I get it. They'd rather go year by year so they don't have a long-term commitment because at this point, they should have done it three years ago and paid him it that stage of his career versus now where he's going to be closer to the end because we know how running backs are and they fall off of a cliff. It's not worth it to the Steelers to do this. They're never going to sign him to a long-term deal. This is going to drag out. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent in the offseason. Then he's going to move on. Pittsburgh's going to move on. And some team will overpay for Le'Veon Bell. It's just the way that this is going to work out. But you just cannot sit there and scream and yell and whine at these players because they have... Uh, the foresight to look for their financial future. Sometimes it doesn't look great in the public eye, right? Sometimes it's not a great PR move. The guy should be out there and he's made. No, it's it's not that case. Go get your money. But it's refreshing. man. it's refreshing to have this be about somebody else other than the Redskins. Their quarterback's locked up long term. You don't have any contract battles. You're going to have decisions to make in the offseason. Guys like Preston Smith, okay. like We'll be all right. Preston Smith's not going to hold out obviously, and I don't think anybody in Washington is biting their nails, worried and quivering right now whether Preston Smith's going to be back or not. Now, if he has a career year, sure, that may be a conversation. By the way, guys do tend to have really good years when it's a contract year. Money motivates people, but that's fine. That's what makes this so different. That's what puts us in a position right now as Redskins fans, as that organization where you don't have to worry about all the extracurriculars. Now, that could change. We don't know what's going to happen throughout this season. They could start losing, and then there's talk about whether or not Jay Gruden's still going to be the head coach. Hell, man, they lose week one, and that's five straight years that they've lost week one. There's going to be a conversation about whether or not Jay Gruden gets his guys ready to start the season. I can promise you that because we've already had that conversation. And like we talked about yesterday with Alex Clancy on the podcast, it... That is something that will happen if the Cardinals defense makes the Redskins offense look terrible on Sunday, right? They didn't look good in the third preseason game, and everybody's freaking out, right? Everybody's worried. Oh, man, well, they don't get ready. Are they going to be ready for Sunday? Is this going to work? Well, we'll know. We'll know very quickly. And if they do look unprepared, if they do look skittish, if they do look like they're on the different pages, reading a different book, I don't know. Whatever the case is, they're not going to get a good review. They're not going to have good feedback from the fan base, and people are going to be pissed off. But it's a whole lot different having that conversation about that versus contracts. Jay Gruden, very well aware, by the way, of his record on opening day.
2: Yeah, turnovers, really. You know, I think most games that you lose, you lose a turnover battle. And uh, we did that pretty much in all of them. And uh, key turnovers cost us in all four of those preseason or first games. And it can't happen. And then obviously, uh, you know, like I said before critical plays and critical situations we failed to make and the other team did make. So that's what football's all about, really. Protecting your quarterback, getting after the quarterback, protecting the football, getting the ball, and then obviously uh, big players making big plays at critical times.
1: Yeah, look, it'd be a nice change of pace for Gruden to actually win week one. We've said it before on this podcast, the Redskins are going to need to have momentum early in this season. You already got three weeks in the Green Bay Packers, a team now that when they're at full strength, they're Rogers Rodgers, is going to be really good momentum early on this season is going to be incredibly important for the Redskins and Jay Gruden. All right, we'll hear from Alex Smith next. It's his debut this Sunday in a Redskins uniform in the regular season. It's the Locked on Redskins podcast.
2: You are locked on Redskins, your daily podcast on the Washington Redskins, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on, Redskins.
0: Back uh, back in OTAs, uh, Jay said basically he needs you b- to be ready to go right out of the shoot. That you know,
3: no no learning curve when the season starts. Are you confident that you're there? And if so, why? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah yeah I'm confident I am, and we're going to find out. And and th- th- there really was no other choice. I mean, to get to the point of it, yeah. I mean this this date was sitting here, we knew that. We knew that this was going to come, regardless of opponent, and, and that you had to be ready to roll. Uh, all of us, you know, certainly myself, getting caught up to speed. So, um, yeah, there was no no other choice. Yep, and then yeah, we'll find out.
0: Just, what do you think of the Cardinals and what kind of sticks out to them when you have prepared?
3: Yeah, uh, they're good. They're good personnel on the on the defensive side of the ball. Really experienced on the back end. You know, one of the premier corners in the league. Uh, with Patrick, and then really, really active up front. Um, really good. I mean, they get after the get after the passer. They're disruptive. Um, I think they led. I mean, they had a ton of sacks in the preseason. I don't know if they led the NFL. A ton of turnovers, all kind of created from that. Uh, can kind of create a lot of chaos. They do a lot up front. Like I said, very active. So, uh, and then you know, here's the unknown. They got a new new head coach who's a defensive guy and. Um, A little bit of the unknown out there that you got to prepare for.
2: There were uh, some preseason injuries, absences. uh, You know, Chris Thompson, Jordan Reed, doxing on down the line. What have you guys done to make sure that that chemistry will be there when you need it?
3: Yeah, I mean, get get as much work as we can when we can. You know, and and, uh, been out on the practice field with with you know a lot of those guys working really hard. We've had great competition in practice. You know, I think that. Uh, Good simulation of of game-like atmospheres, but that's that's just trying to take advantage of those reps
0: How do you prepare for that unknown? Um, Is it just a lot of Carolina tape or? What's that process? What's the challenge?
3: It's hard. I think you just uh, uh, I think you try to touch all your bases and and Make sure you have your answers ready at the same time uh, I think you could drive yourself crazy chasing ghosts and and doing a lot of that stuff so I, I think you prepare the best you can uh try to hit all of it to a certain extent but then uh i think go out there and hopefully we'll find out pretty quick uh what kind of what the plan is but i i do think you got to let your fundamentals take over in situations like that let your rules take over uh trust what you're seeing and then go out and execute accordingly a little bit like camp you know i think
2: alex you may not know this but jay gruden's 0 four and season openers your recent history is almost the opposite you've been really good week one is there something you try to get out there and and set the tone early going into a season i mean i
3: i think there i mean i i've tried to think about some kind of commonality with these openers it's hard i mean the, the, the opponents are all different we're all different every year so that i mean it's it's hard to i think always find a commonality i mean just to say that i know that, that, that you can look at those and Think there's some kind of correlation or something but i i think these are all their own kind of individual fights and uh we've got to find a way to beat arizona i mean that, that's it this year this team's got to find a way to go beat them and uh i do think there are some kind of like i said and there are hidden things with the new coaching staff uh they haven't shown a ton preseason wise so they're like i said that that element to it but no i don't think there's any secret thing i, I mean i think you prepare the best you can to go win a game i, I think it's a fine line to you can get too overhyped with this and, and think that this game is going to define your season, and uh, it's one of sixteen. Every team wants to start fast. Every team wants to go one and zero this week. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, realize that uh, you know it's football. Someone's going to win. Someone's going to lose. It's not the end of the world. Like I said, it's not going to define us. But uh, certainly, we are trying to start fast. Alex, I know you just kind of addressed this, but I mean, is there a Concern
2: slash curiosity as to what it's all going to look like when you get out there on Sunday Considering you haven't shared a game field with some of these very important pieces of the offense. Yeah.
3: Yeah I I think that's every single year though. I mean, I I think regardless Uh, Every single year there's a little bit. Yeah, you're setting sail and um, Gonna find out and certainly it is a journey. I mean, I think that over the course of the season It's not always the same. I mean uh, teams ascend and teams descend uh, over the course of a year. And so, uh, like I said, though, I, I do think it kind of comes down to trying to just win this game in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, there's some blind faith uh, that we all put into this.
0: Alex, you're a vet, obviously, on week ones, But do you still get like those butterflies sort of giddy, particularly that you are with a new team starting a new season?
3: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think every year. It's been a long time since our last game uh, for all of us. Um, you know, and it's, it's exciting. I mean, I think that's part of the reason you keep playing is that feeling, the feeling of, of uh, you know, being alive and uh, putting yourself out there, you know, the vulnerability of it. And so, no question, we're going to go do it together. I mean, that's the great thing about the team sport element. You know, I think it's the greatest game. We're, we're devising our plan, they're devising their plan, and, and uh, we're to go out there and uh, try to execute it. So. Alex, you've had a couple weeks now with Adrian Peterson. I mean, in the preseason
1: game, it was mostly just a lot of handoffs because he was so new. But now that you've had a couple weeks, what are some of the things that he can do? What are, what are some of the things that maybe surprised you even that or you didn't know or you know, kind of playing with him?
3: I think how quickly he's got caught up to speed mentally. I think he's worked really hard at getting caught up to speed in all facets of the running back position. Certainly protections are, the, I think, the, the most complex. Um, you're coming in, trying to master our – System as fast as possible. Um, you know, physically, I still think he's, <laughs> there aren't many limitations uh, that I see. So, really, I think from a mental standpoint, getting caught up enough that when you go out there, you can let those physical tools take over. You know, that you, you, you know your stuff and you can go out there and play. And I think that's kind of what we're all trying to do
0: back to working with some of the new guys, Chris Thompson, Jordan Reed, and obviously like you said you've worked with them out here in practice. What things can you tell about them in practice that give you enough confidence that in a game certain situations will play out the way you feel and then how much do you still need to learn about them in an actual game?
3: Yeah, I don't don't think there's any one thing. I think it's cumulative. You're just trying to get as many reps as possible uh, just to kind of bank those. I mean and I think trying to create as much of a game-like situation out here on the practice field is part of that. I think we've done that you know have really really competitive periods out here working a lot of the different situational football against our defense uh with those guys in the mix and i think those those reps are all cumulative
0: hey alex i was wondering if you could sum up kind of from when you got traded now to the doorstep of this season just what has this process been like for you um learning the new offense you know kind of being introduced to the fan base, new teammates, all of it. Just what, what, is, what have these months been like for you? Uh, I mean, I, I certain, certainly
3: haven't had, haven't had any time to reflect, you know, for me in a full steam ahead. Uh, like I said, trying to get, make the most of the short amount of time to be ready to roll, uh, and that's it. And so doing everything I can to help us, you know, win this week. I, I think come, come after the season, offseason, there'll be time for reflection and things like that. But right now, uh, I, I haven't looked back. Uh, I haven't had time. I don't, think I, you know, I don't think any of us have that luxury. So uh, for me, just, I mean, looking forward, we've all been staring at this date for a long time now and uh, excited about it that it's, it's uh, here on the doorstep.
1: You've been a part of a lot of offenses. What is it about Jay's schemes or the things you've done so far that, that excite you about this team and this year going in?
3: I think the thing that excites me is that as an offense, both from a personnel standpoint and a, and a playbook standpoint, that we're not, we're not limited. I don't, I don't think we're pigeonholed in any way. I don't think uh, that we have that many limitations. I think we can do a lot. I think with that, though, there's a huge challenge. I, I think we can give teams a lot of fits and problems because we can do so much. But at the same time, we have to master all those phases and little things. And uh, the details get magnified, I think, with, with an offense like this and the guys that we have. So uh, I think the details are going to be big.
1: Being limited last year, Nagy really pushed you with the deep ball, something you didn't really have, kind of encouraged you to be aggressive with that. How much of that are we going to be able to see this season and really in week one?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it, you know, it's always, you try to make it a point of emphasis and to work on it, uh, just like any other facet of the game. And I think those are things that change, change week to week. They change based off the matchups. They change based off the schemes and how they align. And uh, certainly you don't always know uh, when they're going to present themselves, you know, you go into games thinking you're, it's going to be bombs away, and you don't ever get the look you were you were anticipating, and vice versa. So, got to be ready for everything. I, I, I th- like I said, I think your training and fundamentals have to take over. That when those opportunities present themselves, that you've had the reps and the time uh, to go hit it.
2: Alex, uh, you guys have had some really hot days, whether it's Richmond or here. Obviously, you'll be playing in triple digits this weekend, and that's an uncontrolled setting. PK can't blow a whistle and let you guys get water. So yeah. anything you do to stay not just fresh physically, but mentally to make sure the heat doesn't affect you guys Sunday? Yeah,
3: I can't imagine there's teams that are more prepared for the heat than we are, I feel like. Uh, I mean, we've, I mean, going back to camp and, and all the way up till now, I mean, we've had a lot of days and in, in, in some crazy heat and humidity. Uh, I mean, it'll be nice, I think, going back west. I I, I don't anticipate being this humid in, in, in the desert. So uh, I, I think we'll be all right, though. I think practicing the elements we've practiced in uh, have prepared us.
2: So we've talked a lot about the guys you're still getting used to, but what about uh, Vernon Davis has kind of allowed you guys to kind of pick up right where you left off?
3: Yeah, it's been a lot of fun to get back with Vernon and uh, I, and the guys just uh, amazed me. I think from the day uh, I, I got here, just uh, what kind of shape he's in, how well he's uh, trains and takes care of himself. Uh, I feel like he hasn't aged at all, uh, at all. I still feel like he, you know. So uh, it, that's been a ton of fun. You know, he and I have obviously get along really, really well, and it's been it's been really cool to kind of step back in the huddle with him.
0: Get the last one quick. Right. Alex, I mean, throughout your career, it's been a big thing. You're a low interception guy. And then last year, I mean, some people would say, oh, that's because he's being careful. And then last year, you, you know, you guys took so many chances down the field, interceptions were still low. I mean, what have you kind of learned about, you know, risk versus taking oppor- opportunities?
3: So it's, uh, I mean, that's the, the, the big defining thing for quarterbacks all the time, right? When to, when to take the shots, when to take a little risk. And then when you, when you do, to, to hit them, to be accurate, be on time, missing the right places. Uh, You you can't go out there cautious. But I mean, at the same time, you got to see things, you got to trust your eyes, uh, trust what they're telling you. And and I think uh, when those, like I said, when those opportunities present themselves, you got to try to hit them. And uh, a lot lot goes into that. It's easy to sit up here and say, you know, and and, uh, it's hard to actually do it on the field when it's happening fast. Um, But there's so many things from understanding protections, uh, the line and the backs and myself all being in sync with that kind of stuff Uh, because a lot of times I do feel like that is incorporated with turnovers. You know, when protection is good and sound and everybody's on the same page, more often than not, good things happen. Just as a
0: quick follow, um, are you at that point now where if you throw a couple of picks, say, in a half, that you're still let it it rip?
3: Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think so. I I think I'm better equipped for that. Um, You you never – I mean, you have to be ready for anything. I mean, and, and I think you have to take those situations as they come. And for me, I think it's being locked into every single game situation, doing whatever I can to help us win. You know, and and, uh, certainly if if you're ever to start like that, no doubt you better be able to snap into the moment and and, uh, move on.
1: All right, Redskins Cardinals coming up Sunday, 425 kick. Then on Monday... We spend the whole week yelling and screaming about either a great game or a terrible game. That's what happens when you're a Redskins fan. That's what happens when you cover the team. When you talk about the team, doesn't really matter. When it involves the Redskins, there's a whole lot of passion, even after the first game of the season. It's the Locked on Redskins podcast. Remember, I'm at Nick Ashew on Twitter, nickashew.com as well. Talk to you Monday.
3: You are locked on
1: Redskins. Hey,
2: Prime members.